Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fully Booked, the Hidden Gems author podcast in which Craig Touch and myself, Roland Hume, chat to some of the interesting figures and leading lights of this crazy industry of self-publishing that we are in. And today we are delighted to have a very special guest as she is Kay Webster, who we can call Christy, uh, she kind of gave us permission. She is a USA Today best-selling romance author and she is here today to tell us uh, about how to be a successful self-published author, not necessarily going through traditional routes. So, Christy, we are delighted to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, we're really looking forward to chatting to you. And of course, we wouldn't be here without the man himself. It's Craig Touch, the owner and founder of Hidden Gems and an author himself. How are you doing today, Craig? I'm doing great. Thanks, Roland. And thanks for joining us, Christy. Uh, yeah, we wanted to talk to you specifically about your experiences with um, creating a, a members club or a, uh, but, well, you started off using Patreon, which mm-hmm. a lot of authors are aware of, but maybe aren't so sure about how they can use that themselves, or maybe they've thought about it, but um, weren't sure what they would offer. Uh, the idea being that you have uh, with Patreon, you have different levels of membership that people can come and they subscribe to you or, or I mean, you can tell us better, but uh, and then, you know, they pay a certain fee and then uh, different levels of fee provide different benefits to them. Right. right. So uh, but a lot of authors don't know about this um, but you have a lot of experience. You've been doing it successfully for a while. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, that journey and like, you know, how how you got started with it and how it's gone and, and all that. And then we'll jump into it. Um, sure. I have always been an author that always wants different kinds of, you know, ways to bring in income because I've had books banned off of Amazon before and it really just you know, kind of rocks your world when you can't sell something that people really want. And so, you know, this whole time I've tried to figure out creative different ways to bring an in income that didn't really rely on one, you know, platform or place. Um, and so when I kind of heard about Patreon, it piqued my interest because I do have what I would call super fans, the people that go to my website and buy paperbacks, signed paperbacks every pay period. Like they just without fail, if there's a new version, they want it. And so I thought, you know, I could really um, spoil these people uh, and, and really, you know, make something cool from this. So then I started researching it. And honestly, there wasn't a lot of information out there, especially for authors. Um, So I kind of had to really just, you know, spend a lot of time picking apart everything. And I even joined some other people's like other authors and um, their Patreons because I wanted to see kind of what they were doing. Um, And it kind of helped me figure out what would work for me and what wouldn't work for me. Um, I anyway, so I spent several months working on that. And then I uh, January 1st of 2022 is when I decided to launch my Patreon. And I told my people in my newsletter and posted on socials or whatever, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd worked hard creating the tiers and everything for different levels of membership because I figured I wanted something for everyone for, you know, the person who has five, $5 a month to spend to get, you know, a free ebook or whatever, all the way up to somebody who has $200 a month to spend and wants like an elite package of stuff. And so I have everything in between on those. And, um, oh, could you could you quickly tell us what an elite yeah. package is? 
Well, we have, well, I have one that's called the VIP and they get to spend, well, you know, up until recently, I actually lowered the price just a smidge because, you know, like we had mentioned before, I, I moved from Patreon, but, um, I I was charging $200 a month and they got a special edition hardback of one of my books that we chose. Um and I I I'm, I don't know if you can guys can see this but like this this was the one for um December but it's got like embossed lettering and like really cool stuff. And so basically I take you know I have a lot I have a lot of books like 130 different books. So I have a lot to play with. And I basically every single month will take a special, you know, a book and I'll create a new cover for it. And that'll be the book of the month. And so for the $5 tier, they get that free ebook with the special cover and that's all they get. But then all the way up to the hardback, they get all the special with, you know, like chapsticks and bookmarks and stickers and, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. And at first, you know, I had a lot of pushback from like family and friends. They're like, you're going to charge $200. People are not going to pay that. And I was like, well, I've looked at the statistics on my website of people that buy paperbacks. And, you know, I had one one of my customer or one of my readers was spending she spent like fourteen hundred dollars in one year on paperbacks because she wanted them. So I thought, you know, that's my ideal member in this tier. And so I basically built this tier using that person as my, you know, ideal customer. And so. And of course, as soon as I created this, she was the first one to sign up and she even signed up before I was even ready. Like I was, I was going to be January 1st and I had opened it up just a little bit before just to get everything going. And she signed up in, in December and I was like, oh my gosh, so I ended up having to refund her because I didn't have anything for December. But I mean, that was, that kind of gave me the confidence like, okay, this is, this is good. Um, And, and then at first I was, I was going to have this crazy idea that a hundred people could be in this, you know, I don't know what kind of big dream in that was, but it was kind of silly. And so I had three people that signed up and I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's $600 a month. That's pretty good for just starting out. Oh, you muted. Yeah. Or, yeah. I was going to say that's more than a lot of self-published authors make in book sales in a month. Yeah. Right. And so it was very like motivating to me and the the thing that and, and and so the tier beneath it was 150 and that was for a paperback so they got all the same things that the VIP got except for they got um they also got they got a paperback instead and so a lot of them I had a few people sign up for the 150 one and then I have a a $30 tier where they get the sticker of the month and a personalized you know signed letter or whatever so and I mean and they still get the free ebook or whatever and um Anyway, so I had people kind of like dipping their toes in. They didn't really know what this was about, but they kind of wanted to see what it was. And um, and it wasn't until I really made it um, limited that all of a sudden it, it exploded. So so my VIP, I had 100 members and I had three. OK, but then I decided I'm going to move it down to 10, like a maximum of 10 members. And I, I kid you not. The second that I made it 10 and I told them there was only 10 slots available, 10 people were in it and they did not leave. They stayed in it. They did not want to miss out on anything. Um, that was VIP to them. It was exclusive. Nobody else could be there. Only them. And so then I was like, okay, well, I better do this with the $150 tier too. And I changed them to, I think like 
50 or something. I didn't sell out of those, but I had a lot of people get in there. Um, but then what was happening was all these people in the paperback tier, the $150 tier were like, if you ever open up any slots in VIP, I want in, I want in, I want in. And so I ended up opening 10 more slots and boom, they filled up. All those, those people in 151 transferred over, they won the hardback. And so basically, as I started to grow this thing, I, I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't have it all set in stone. I had like the framework of what I wanted to do, but I kind of took their advice and, and paid attention to what they liked and what was working for them and really kind of um, built upon that. So like one of the things that I did was um, obviously when I order my paperbacks and my hardbacks, I have to go through 48 hour books and they have certain quantities to get the price break. And so I would have like this, a bunch of stock in hand. And so then I was like, well, I wonder how I get rid of the stock without like offending my VIP people. And, you know, I don't want them to all of, all of the sudden feel like they're not special. So I asked them, what would you guys like to do? And they were like, well, you could offer us an overstock sale and we'll buy those extra books. And I was like, okay. And so the VIP gets to have access to the overstock sale the day before uh, the other club does. And um, these books are still priced at like $60 in the overstock sale. I mean, they're because there's still there's still stuff that I send with them. They just, you know, I'm taking out the, the, the membership stuff, you know, and they will buy them like crazy. I have to put limits on them because they buy them up. And so it's, you know, so many people are like, well, nobody would spend that much. You don't know other people's like, you know, what they want to spend their money on. I also kind of based it on my husband. He's really big into music and he loves like collector's editions and signed albums and all of this stuff. And he will spend some money on those things. And when they come out, if it's exclusive, he wants it. Um, one of the things that I do is I, I number them. So like in this one, it's like out of 25, you know, one of 25, two of 25. And I, I mix it up so that everybody kind of gets a chance to have number one. Um, and that's a big deal, deal to them. They love it. And if they get number one, they freak out. And so, and that idea came from my husband because he said, you know, a lot of times albums are numbered and that's like a really cool deal for him. So, you know, it's just kind of like kind of seeing what works and what people like and really playing up the, the special, the specialness, the, you know, how you know how cool and, and exclusive it is and people really eat that up so that's fascinating I, so do you even have an idea of why people would want to buy multiple copies of the same book well you know i i have a few reasons well first of all for instance when when my book got banned the wild back in like five years ago on amazon people wanted something that was banned and they wanted every version if there was a, a paperback or a hardback or whatever they want all the versions because it's something that they can no longer get and it kind of is the same thing with these because once these are done nobody else gets them just the people that are in this group will have access to buy it and that's it and so I have seen that a, a few of them will buy several to either gift to their friends or to have additional copies or even to flip in um, resale groups and a lot of people are like, oh, oh, my gosh, aren't you mad? And I'm like, no, they bought the book. That's their book. Why? I mean, it's theirs. Like, I don't care what they do with it after that. They paid for that right 
to do whatever they want with that book, you know? Does yeah, it blow like your mind? I know. It's it's cool. I mean, and, and, and it's interesting. And people are, you know, and then I also developed this really close relationship with these VIP members and the other club members because, you know, I'm, you know, mailing stuff to them and, and communicating with them. And, you know, if their payment messed up or something, I reach out to them and I'm talking to them. And so they feel... um not obligated, but like a sense of loyalty. Like they don't want to, you know, bounce out of there. They want to stay in because, you know, they want to be a part of the club and, and everything else. And I had a couple of people at Christmas time be like, Oh, you know, I have, you know, I have to deal with my kids stuff, but I'm, I promise I'm going to get back in January. So save me a spot, you know? And so it, it's just the, it, I don't know. I, I, I guess, cause I think of them as like the super fans, they get the special treatment and, you know, all the bells and whistles and that's what makes it fun for them. Yeah, that's, it's great. You've created like a demand for your books, almost like uh, people collect comics, you know, like <laughs> they're like, oh, I've got the limited edition. It was banned in the stores and it's going to go up in value. So right. it's really, it's really interesting, especially the idea of as soon as you limit the demand, you um, get all those signups, which is something that we hear about a lot where, um, you know, somebody like Mark Dawson does that, right? He's got his really expensive as for authors course. And it's, uh, it's a course that's recorded, like he could sell as many copies as he wants, he could leave it on his website, but he doesn't, he, you know, creates the demand by saying it's only going to be open from this date to this, this date. And, you know, once it closes, you know, it won't open again for I don't know how many months, right? So mm -hmm. You know, as soon as you as soon as you limit access to something, you create demand, and that's that's awesome to see that you did that. <laughs> right, right. Well, and 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 it's not just like tangible gifts because a lot of people are like, "Well, I only have one book," or you know, "What do you do then? I can't give out a book every single month." And it's not necessarily about the tangible gifts; it's about doing something special for your group every month. So maybe you don't have books to where you want to do. $200 a month tiers and give one every month. Maybe you want to do something quarterly or maybe you want to do um, just more access to yourself. Um, and, you know, cause in my group I'll post and give them updates on, you know, what's going on, what I'm working on, things like that. And they, they just eat it up. Thanks for the update. Love it. Love it. You know? And um, you know, something new that I did was I just created a crossword puzzle or a word search puzzle from one of my books. It's this month's book of the month and it's all words from my book and it's just a free printable that they can get if they're in the club and you know um it, it could be lots of things if you only have you know three books maybe you do uh, you know a, a hardback version and then later do a, a version with all three books in them or whatever like i've i've done mix and match of different types of books like i have um, some stalker themed books. And I did a whole book that was a special edition book that was just those books in one book. And they love it. Another thing they like to do is they like to vote on things. And so Patreon has voting power you can add as a, a benefit. And um, what my uh, club does is they get to vote on the book of the month every quarter. So I choose it for the other time so I can plan ahead and, you know, get them ready. But then they get to have a post where they, you know, start throwing out all these ideas. And then whichever ones seem to be the most popular, I put those in on a vote and then they vote. And 
you know, I always tell them this is our club. It's not my club. It's our club. And they do um, enjoy having that, like, you know, they feel like they're part of the club because they get a say so. And, um, you know, they'll, they'll tell me, wouldn't it be cool if you if you did, you know, beanies one one time, you know, and I did beanies one time, you know, they give me ideas and, and I go with it. Um, a lot of times it's it's, you know. I can't think of everything. So if, you know, they come up with fresh, one girl one time uh, in the VIP said that she wanted a paddle with the book's name in it. And so I ordered paddles and they just love that. And of course it, it creates, you know, FOMO for the other groups. They're like, oh, I want a paddle, like, but I'm not in VIP, you know, how do I, you know? And so with like VIP, they always, they get an extra gift. That's one of their perks. Um, so like in that one, they got the paddle. And then um, another a canoe paddle, like, like, a, like a, a little paddle, like a, a smacking paddle. <laughs> yeah. So it's something right. you can just put on your bookshelf, you know, right, a right, right. Okay. little thing. Um, I do candles. I do like all kinds of stuff and um, they love all of the, you know, all of those things. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing. So that's one of the questions I was going to ask is what you would be able to offer to these people every month. It seems like that's work in itself coming up with um, just what you're going to do for all your different levels every single month on top of all the things that go along with publishing new books, writing new books, you know, editing the books, doing all that stuff. Like it sounds like you do you have like a team of people that help you out or are you doing this all on your own? Uh, well, my sister works with me and she does a lot of the back end stuff, making sure that we print off the spreadsheet and, you know, give the right things to the right group. Um, as far as like I create all the newsletters and the graphics, I create all the covers and, you know, all of the stuff. So I have that privilege of knowing how to do that. So, you know, I understand that that's like something that I can do um, in. But there, there's still so much that you know, you can do with, even without all of that stuff, you know, um, even like, uh, like one of my friends that I know that has a group, she, um, as she's writing her book, she puts a chapter up there and lets them read it. Um, and she said that that takes the stress off of her of, you know, whatever books coming out, they're basically getting to read it for free as she writes it. And that's part of their perk of being in there. Um, and so it, it's just, there's all these different, you know, like, um, naming rights is one of the things that you can do. Uh, so like I had a, a story I was working on and I was asking them for help on character names that, you know, for the side characters. And if they were selected, then I would use their name as also as a, a side character. So, you know, they get the perk of, you know, they helped name the character plus, their name is a side character in the book too. So, you know, there, there's all kinds of fun stuff like that. And I have another friend who anytime she puts out a new book and the dedication part of the book, she includes all of the, the Patreon men, members names. And, you know, it's such a, you would think, Oh, nobody cares about that, but I'm in her Patreon. I got in her Patreon to learn how to do Patreon, but now I stayed in it because I like it. And now every time she puts out a new book, I open it up so I can see my name there. And it just makes me happy. So, I mean, that, you know, you, you kind of have to think how, think like the consumer, I guess, and what makes you happy when you get special things, um, whether that be a, a early peek at something like a cover or, you know, just 
And, and I would definitely say to start small and then build on it because it's always better to, you know, because the thing with Patreon is they have lots of ideas and they, they list them all out and you can go crazy and start, you know, add 27 things to your highest tier. But then, you know, some of those are like phone calls and I mean, just all kinds of crazy stuff. And at first, in theory, you're like, yeah, that's good. They, they deserve that. They're paying this. But can you actually do that. You know, I, I figure myself, I can easily put out a post every single week with some kind of, you know, update or anything like that. I can do these um, special boxes and, you know, send out a free ebook and a newsletter. That's all comfortably within my realm of things I can do. Um, but a lot of those things, it, it's too much. And you really should start small before you, you know, because you don't, what you don't want to do is go gung ho and then three months in be like, I can't do this. And then just totally fall off the map, you know, right. easier yeah, to be consistent if you do. And, and they're going to appreciate that because we think, Oh, they want all of this value. They want all of this content. No, they're, they're receiving so much content from all of the platforms. They, they really don't. They just want a reminder that you're there and they can access you, you know, and that's all they want. It, they don't want just daily stuff. I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be that way. So right, but at the same time, they still want to feel like they're getting value for right. what they're what they're paying for. It doesn't have to be a daily value that you have a month to mm -hmm. give some sort of value. So to talk a little bit about the um, sort of the nitty gritty about how it works, if Patreon has all these ideas and they tell you all this stuff, uh, are they managing any of it? Is any of it managed through Patreon, or is it just like? Here the here's the list of things that this level will give you, and it's just up to you to manage it all yourself. And it, they'll just tell you this person signed up for it, and here's a list of stuff you got to give them. Right, they they give you all of the tools to do it and have all of the parameters set up. But as far as you know, and and there's like little built-in reminders and checklists. So it'll say like you know you said that you wanted to send out newsletters to Club Pebble. And this month you haven't sent them and it'll list all the list of people. And you basically check it that, yes, I send all those. I mean, so you're, are you sending it through Patreon? So it knows that, or you're just telling it, I sent it. You're just telling it, it that it okay. sent it. It's, it's kind of just a reminder thing and you can right. choose to ignore it or whatever. Um, and so I send them out through my normal newsletter, but I, I, the subject line says members only and then whatever. And that way they know it's a special one. And then if you're sending out physical things, books and, and candles and all that, uh, I assume when they sign up for Patreon, they give their shipping information and then you just do that from your house and drop it and, you know, and, and all that, the pay, the, the cost of, of sending it out is all included within their package, right? You're not right. charging shipping and handling on top of that. Right. right. And, and that's, yeah. that's why it is like, that's why it seems more expensive because I do include the shipping. Um, and that's how I do it on my website too, with my, the books that I sell, because I feel like it just, it looks cleaner, you know? And, um, and of course I do have some international people and I, I go into it knowing that I'm going to eat out of the profit a little bit on them because it's going to cost more to ship to them, but it's not like every single person is international. And then I do have like the people that, that get the stickers, you know, once a month and, they they're paying $30. So the only physical thing I'm sending to them is stickers. So I'm grabbing the profit out of those where there's a lot of profit and, you know, balancing it. So. 
right and do you send that out in a um a certain time frame so that it always gets there within the month that it's supposed to yeah and and i do try what i try to do is send every single person their stuff on the same day so because i don't you know it's kind of a surprise too i don't you know i might show them little peaks and everything but they you know i want them to kind of get it all at the same time and um i used to do it like the first week of january or you know like january first week i would do it but with patreon the first few days i would say four to five days is is a lot of um up and down like people it just doesn't seem like it's all the people are just that are going to be in the group for that month or, or in there. It's like they're either in or out or whatever. It's just, it's not very clean that first few months or a few days. So I let the dust settle and then I send out to all the people. And then anyone later that joins, I just send them as they come in. Um, and then if it comes towards like the end of the month, like the last day of the month, I know that they're going to get charged $200 or $150. And then a couple days later, they're going to get charged again. So, I reach out to them and make sure that's what they were wanting to do and make sure that they wanted this particular month, even on the last day. And they aren't actually trying to sign up to get for next month. And most of the time they're like, Oh yeah, I just wanted to catch this one at the very last minute. I got paid before it ends. But every now and again, they're like, no, 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 I want to be for, you know, February. Don't, don't charge me for this month. And so I'll, you know, refund them or whatever. You know, but if so, if somebody signs up in the last day of the month and you've already sent out the mailing, you and they wanted to be in for for that month, you, you would then just send it out, I right. guess, right away. And mm -hmm. right. yeah. So if um, when you're talking about the movement, are you saying that there's a lot of people sort of like leaving and coming and 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 all that in all the groups? Maybe not the the top tier group, but in all the other groups every month. Yeah, I mean, you always have people that are going to, you know, one or two people that are going to fall off because they, you know, their card declined or they, you know, and, and that's the thing, too. If their card declines, sometimes it takes a couple of days for it to try it again. They get the money, they get the notifications and everything. And um, and then it'll it'll hit again and then it'll charge them. And so um, for me, one thing that I did change this year, but one thing that I did notice is every quarter when I would do my overstock sales, I would have a lot of people jump into the $150 tier that weren't ever there before. And because they wanted to try to get those, you know, word was on the street that I sold these extra books and they wanted to get them. And so there was really no way I could, I, I didn't really have any rules. So I didn't want to just be like, Oh, you can't do that because I didn't have any rules in place. But when I started this year, I did put a rule in place that, um, you know, you have to be a member for, you know, three months straight to be able to get into that quarterly um, um, overstock sale. So, you know, it's just one of those things that you kind of learn as you go. And another thing that people don't think about and something that I do that's very successful is um, all of my tiers get a percentage off on my website. So they get a coupon, like a coupon code. And Patreon allow you to type in the coupon code and it'll notify them like this is the new coupon code you have to go do it every month like update it but it takes like two seconds and you think okay well gosh they're paying two hundred dollars you, you now you're giving them a, a code to go spend more money on your website and they do they they live for that coupon code and you know um 
I don't know. That's just, I mean, these well, are super fan. Well, that makes sense, right? Because, uh, you know, you think about it, like, I've got a Costco membership, so I'm paying, you know, whatever it is every year. And then, and then all that is, is allowing me to go to Costco, right? And spend more money. So right. exactly. know, it's, it's the same sort of, sort of thing that you've got going on there. Right. So with Patreon, you know, they're not managing some of the stuff, but they must be managing other things. Like you said that they allow voting, right? So I guess you set up a poll on the Patreon site and then they would, uh, I don't know, notify the uh, people in that, in that level to, that they can come and answer the polls. That Right, right. So basically anytime you make a post or anything like that in the group, it notifies them that, oh, okay, there's been a post made in the group and they can go check on it and see what it is. And so um, the poll will be on there. And as they click on it, it'll, you know, say who's winning, kind of like on Facebook. Okay, so sorry. I Yeah, I don't really use Patreon myself. But um, so there's an actual group as in like everybody in the in that tier has access to some kind of like a message boardy kind of thing. And right. they can all ch- chat together or or with you one on one. Yeah, it's or... it's very, it's very Facebook ish, you know, you've got a wall or a page. Now I'm the only one that can post. Oh, okay, but they can comment. And they also can private message me. Okay. And so, you know, they, and they do, they, they message me all the time about questions or, you know, concerns. I, and if they received a damaged book in the mail, like I try to, you know, I make that right for them or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically, I make all my posts and then they get in there and comment. And, and there's even a thing called lens L E N S. And it's basically like, Instagram stories or something and you can take a picture and it lasts for like 24 hours or whatever and you can actually specify who can see the lens so I could specify like my top two tiers and that's a benefit that they get exclusive lens access and it's just basically they get a special access to a picture that maybe it's a early look at a book or whatever so wow so what's your breakdown in terms of, you know, uh, like the cost that it would cost generally in a month, uh, even as a percentage? Like, are you spending, you know, uh, 20% or something to get back 80% of, of, of whatever the fee is for that level? Like for the $200 level, mm-hmm. um, it, or how, how much of that 200 is what, like, an actual fixed cost that is costing you like to produce the books and all the gifts and everything. I guess there's probably an average. I'm sure some months are, are more than others. Making a paddle is probably more expensive than right. a candle. Right. But uh, but like what's kind of like the average uh, you know breakdown? Um, you know, I would say it depends on all of the special things that I do for the book. Sometimes I do get a little crazy and they get spoiled and it eats into my profit and then sometimes I'm I do pretty well and stick to the to the plan you know I've done color pages before inside the books and I've done like custom artwork and all of that stuff is gonna you know raise the price and I try not to do that every single time um but I would say anywhere between for me because I'm buying on a, a bigger scale because I've got a lot of people in the club right now um I would say anywhere between two to three thousand is what I spend and then to make, you know, 8000 or whatever. So it's still a, a good profit for me um, to do that and put my time in it because, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of stuff that we do that we put a lot more 
effort into and don't make any kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's across all your tiers, I assume, right? Right. Yeah. I kind of think of it as a, a big whole thing because I, you know, right. I buy right. all the things. And then what, so what's, how many people do you have now? Um, well, before I, when I was in Patreon, before I switched, I had around like 72 people or something like that s- spread across them. I haven't, everything, you know, like I mentioned before, I'm, I switched to my website through Member Press, which I don't recommend. So everybody, please go through Patreon. <laughs> um, but I, you know, keeping up with the numbers and everything we had, we just transferred into a new year. I don't have all the figures yet, but I will tell you that before I switched, I told every single one of my people how to get over there, how to switch, and they made the move. So they went over there. I'm assuming it's around the same. I did change the tier structure a little bit, so I don't know exactly. Like I made the $5 one a free one, um, and then I eliminated a $10 tier I had and just kind of reframed it. So it's it's a little bit up in the air, but I would say 60 to 70 people are in it. Um, so, and you talked about um, moving off of Patreon. So, so Patreon, I assume, takes a cut of uh, what they're, what they're, how, what's the percentage that they take? Um, I don't actually know the actual percentage. I, I never looked at it. I just see the, how much they take out. And I would say that when I had one that was like 8,000, they took like a $1,000 out. So, I mean, it was, it was a pretty hefty fee. And that was kind of one of the reasons why I was going to switch. And I, I felt like if I wasn't paying that fee, I could bring down the cost of what they were paying my, my readers. Right. Um, but I didn't actually factor in all of the uh, tech part that I would have to, t- to pick up on because right. Patreon was doing all of that. And, you know, I knew I was going to have to do some of it, but it's been a lot. And I feel like it, it'll eventually smooth out. But for people that are just starting out, they definitely do not need to do anything like that. Right. Because member press, I was looking at that. It's a WordPress uh, plugin, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have a WordPress website to be able to even use that. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are other options out there, but they're all going to be a similar sort of thing where first of all, you probably have to buy it Mm -hmm. um, as a one-time cost, which is fine because that's obviously going to be far cheaper than paying, um, you know, this, be to to uh, to um, to Patreon all the time, mm-hmm. but um, but then you have to build it into your site. And as somebody who runs a website and like deals with plugins, it is a lot of work. You know, right. you have to you have to build it now. Mm-hmm. So, but those so member press though, uh, is it like allowing you to do uh, credit card transactions and all that stuff? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They have all of, yeah, they have all of the capabilities. I created the same like type of tiers, the same structuring. Um, and I even added in buddy press, which is like the social media side of it. And so certain member levels can have it, you know, I, I basically wanted it to feel like Patreon, but on my website with my own branding and all of that kind of stuff. So. Right. And then, um, I guess, you know, you're still paying, uh then the credit card fees which is you know two percent or whatever so you know i guess patreon was sounded like it was more like a 10 or 12 percent that you were paying if it was a thousand bucks on on it it might have been like 11 percent i think or something it was it was something like that yeah so you're still you're paying still a little bit but it's obviously far more but then is it worth more work and i i agree i think at least if you're starting out Mm -hmm going the Patreon route makes far more sense. And then 
if you get to the level where you are, then you might say, okay, you know, I'm making enough money now, and maybe it makes sense to do that, especially if you have the technical experience or you want to hire somebody or you have somebody that you know that can do it. Right. Uh, but that's, yeah. Well, that's and, and part of part of my decision going for that was a part of my bigger business thing, because again, with the band books, I was always sending me people to my website. Um, you know, it just made sense to have everything on my website because people were already going there and that's where my traffic was. So not everybody is doing a, a, a online store on their website like that. So, you know, my reasoning for wanting to do that is most people aren't going to want to do that. So, and I would definitely stay with Patreon because. <laughs> and, and most people don't have 120 books to, to, you know, when you have that many, it also makes sense to have an online store on your website. Right, <laughs> right. I, I definitely deal in like bigger bulk of things because of that, you know, and I've, and I guess because I already do sell from my website, it, it was a, a seamless transition to be able to do this like exclusive kind of book, you know, packages and things like that. So um, I definitely, for people starting out, they would, you know, start small for sure. <laughs> now, do you think the fact that you are <clears throat> very well known, you're a USA Today bestselling author, and that's what drives people to your website? Is it organic traffic or do you advertise or, or try to promote people? Promote I don't, I don't advertise at all. And I basically work my newsletter hard. Um, and I, um, I feel like it's, you know, because of having a band book, you get like a lot of like, negative stuff like a lot of uh, controversy you know and so when people talk about things it, it it just you know sends people to go find out what it's about and so I feel like a lot of my traffic does that's driven to my website is because of you know controversial books but <laughs> um yeah I, it's, a, I, it's very it, alluring is that the right word it's uh, your little band book section of the little lock and key mm -hmm. and it's like oh because I remember back in the, the early days when Amazon was more of a wild west, there were mm -hmm. lots of books of a uh, more controversial nature. And then they had mm -hmm. the big uh, scrub down. But this seems like a, an excellent way to, to make the most of them. Right. Yeah, I definitely have used it as a part of like my branding, like the banned book lady. You know, lots of people have had their books banned, but... I just literally took that and owned it. Like I'm the band book lady, you know? Yeah. Other people are too, but I'm the band book lady and people, they, 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 that's, they go with it, you know? Yeah. That's great marketing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would you, to somebody who was starting out, I assume, you know, you have to have a certain level of fan interaction before you can really even consider doing this right you don't start off day one put out your book and then start a patreon you have to have i'm mailing this you have to have the ability to to reach out to your fans and tell them hey uh if you want some extra stuff go here and you don't have fans if you haven't put out a book and you probably have very few if you've only put out you know one or two books i mean you know there are exceptions to that, I'm sure. But, you know, most people are only going to have, you know, it's going to be a slow roll. How long actually did you, were you writing for before you did this? No, I think you're on mute, actually. Or, uh, oh, you're still on mute. You can see the little mute thing there. Oh. 
actually rolling here on mute too. Is everybody on mute but me? Uh, I yes. <laughs> I, 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 you, um, Chrissy, you don't have the little mute icon on though. Oh, and your light's just gone off on your microphone. Okay, what about now? Oh, oh now yeah. I can hear you. Very good. Okay. Give you a heart attack. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. So yeah, sorry. How so? How long uh, have you been? Uh, were you writing before you started your Patreon? I have been writing for well, I'll, I will be have published nine years in February. So if I did it last year, I started last year, so eight years. But I had a thought actually last night, which is perfect timing. But I've been wanting to start a pen name like in like teen fiction, something totally different, you know, start fresh and that sort of thing. But I was thinking about I would start a Patreon along with it. So at the end of the book in the book matter or in the back matter, you know, a lot of times you get to the end of the book and you're like, you know, basically the same idea for a newsletter builder, you know, do you want to learn more about these characters? Sign up for my newsletter or get a free bonus story if you sign up for my newsletter, but also put that right there at the end and say, and also if you want sneak peeks at, you know, um, character inspiration or playlist that, you know, when I was writing this book or, you know, what's going to, you know, stay up to date on what's going to happen next for these characters or whatever, go to my Patreon. And I feel like people, even if that's your very first book, you know, they've made it to the end, go ahead and hook them then and get them there, you know? And I feel like they could grow with you and it would be, you know, kind of like, you know, back in the day when I, when I grew my Facebook group, it was like, they grew with me. It was like, I started this group and I remember I had like three people in it and it was like, okay, you know, I felt like I was talking to myself and, and that's what I also told, told, like, I have a class for this memberships club. And I told my students, I was like, you're going to be talking to yourself for a little bit. You know, that's just the way it is. And I said, but you have to imagine your ideal reader is there and just keep showing up and have that content there because eventually they're going to get in there and then they're going to be like, wow, this place is cool. Look at all this stuff. <laughs> what? So what's your class? Because your, um, your members are uh, other readers. They're not authors, right? So right. what is your class on? My class is for other authors and it's called Author Membership Clubs Made Super Easy and Actionable. And I just, uh, we just went through the live course last month, but I, I changed it to a self-study on my website. And, um, and basically whenever I t taught the course, I gave every single member who signed up for this on the, the live course that I did last month, this workbook. And because I wanted them to like get the idea and it has like all kinds of stuff in it, but I wanted them to understand like how special it felt to get this workbook because when you sign up for courses, do they ever send you a pretty, you know, it's always a PDF, you know, yeah. nobody sends you a physical workbook. And so I sent them a physical workbook and I wrote them a little letter, like, thanks for joining my course and everything. And it, it like blew their mind. Like, I, I can't believe I got this. This is so cool. You sent this all the way to Australia. Like, oh my God. And it was like, you know, I want you to take that, that feeling of how special that made you feel. And that's what you're going to do for your readers. You know, that's what they want. So, you know, there's a purpose behind it so that they could understand like what it felt like to get something unique and special that nobody else did, you know? So this is a class that people uh, that authors can sign up for on your website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's under, okay, so it's, yeah, it's under K club university. There's a little course under there and 
you know. Okay, yeah, I misunderstand. I thought you meant this. This was like another benefit that the uh, that your regular um, no. Patreon. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. So, okay, that's cool. We can we can drop a link to that uh, in the in the show notes for the, for this as well, because I think anyone listening, that's the kind of thing. How often do you run it? Um, well, I last month was my first one, and so we did a live thing, and you know where they could ask questions and things like that, and then they have access to a group where they can dive deeper and you know get suggestions and all this stuff. And but the course definitely, it's like a it was a five week course, and it would go through like everything, like suggestions on you know what to put, you know to offer, and like pictures of examples of stuff that I've done, and um, how to market, and just all kinds of stuff. And, and how much does that cost? Uh, it's $99 for the self-study. Mm-hmm. And how long, so how long is the class? This it was year? a, it was a five week course. It wasn't, it oh. used to be, it was more expensive before cause they got this, but now I, I changed it to a self-study where they, cause all of the stuff is loaded in there. Now they can just go in there and watch the videos at their own pace. It's okay. Like so that. now it's, now it's recorded. Right. Uh, right. Right. And people can get in there and just, you know, they don't have to watch it live. That's uh, that's pretty cool. This yeah. has been, unfortunately, we are running running out of time, so we're going to have to cut this short. But it's been such a fascinating discussion. To me, I think what's so interesting is you've really tapped into the psychology of your readers and your fans and things mm-hmm. like limiting stuff, making them feel special. That's amazing, and it's amazing how well it's worked for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that hopefully, I think a lot of people listening to this will will start. I know that I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should take a different approach when I reach out to my subscriber base. Right. So thank you so much for, yeah. for sharing that with us. Uh, no. Craig, do you have any final questions before we wrap things up? I mean, I'm the same. Like I've, I've often thought about different ideas for hidden gems and, and membership levels. And this is sort of like one of those things where it's like, wow, those are some really good ideas. That's like a really good approach to it. So, you know, I think uh, anyone listening is going to have that same sort of the, the wheels will start turning in their head and the because you know as authors we're often looking for other ways to supplement our income other than just the book especially because you know there's a lot of time in between where you are writing your book and you have you have, haven't put it out and you have you know the, the numbers start declining or you know maybe it's just a tougher time or or your latest book you know didn't do what you thought or or whatever there's all sorts of reasons why authors kind of look for those alternative income sources to to make things a little bit more stable and this is uh this is one of those things that really makes a lot of sense so thanks a lot for for coming on christy no problem thanks for having me (laughs) and before we wrap up so christy where can people find your your banned books and uh join your uh your fan group and everything like that uh, basically everything is at authorkwebster.com. Um, you can even Google K Webster. I'm usually just popped right up there up top and you can go in there. Literally everything, eBooks, paperbacks, uh, social medias, clubs, courses, like whatever you want, you can find it there. <laughs> that is wonderful. So hopefully people will do that. And if you have listened to this and enjoyed uh, all of the wisdom that, that Christy has shared with us, please don't be shy about leaving a comment down below. Let her know if you haven't already, whether you're listening to this as a podcast or watching it on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And uh, we will be back next week with another episode of Fully Booked. Thank you so much.